Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Marv Cutler Show. Now, live from Las Vegas, the birthday man himself, Marv Cutler. <laughs> well, that was nice. It is my birthday, and um, uh, good I'm working on my birthday. but And I'm, I'm sort of depressed right now because um, the Red Sox are losing, the Celtics are losing, but the Bruins are winning. So, uh, that's, um, we're one-third of the way there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just got back from a, from a big trip. Um, uh, I was in um, I was in Israel and New England, and I got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of, a lot of restaurants to review, um, and um, some book reviews and some concerts to review, and some things uh, going on in Las Vegas, so... Let me get right down to business here. It's um, uh, I want to mention that uh, before I went away, I, I reviewed the um, the Bagel Cafe, which is sort of a landmark here in here in Las Vegas. Um, it's an interesting restaurant, very busy place. Uh, nice people. Um, sometimes uh, nice food. Um, uh, I want to mention that the, uh, you know, I had the mustard ball soup. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's, it's the mustard ball soup. And that was, that was, that was good. That's served with a, with a bagel. And, um, uh, the meat platter is really good. It's, um, you get a choice of, um, three meats and it's corned beef, pastrami, roast beef, turkey, brisket, ham, salami, or tongue. And that's a really nice uh, meat platter. And, um, as far as, um, for an appetizer, the um, uh, the Kishka and gravy, which in English is stuffed derma, uh, not very good. And and if you're in some, I'm sort of a diet or some or something like that. You can try the Atkins cheesecake, which is really very very good. So uh, uh, check out the Bagel Cafe. Some of the things are really good. Some of the things appear not so good, but. Uh, the Bagel Cafe has been around a long time here in Las Vegas, and um, they still um, do somewhat of a great job. I, <clears throat> I just want to mention, I'm pardon the cough because I got a little bit of a health problem, and it's causing me to cough. So if you hear me coughing, uh, I will shut myself off and, um, and 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 cough to my heart's content, then come back on. So that that could be the problem. I just want to mention that we just got over the. Um, the, the fake holiday of Cinco de Mayo, and I'm not I'm not saying it's a fake holiday because I'm a racist or, or anything. I just want to say that it really is a fake holiday because I was in I was in Mexico twice in the uh, several years ago uh, during the so-called Cinco de Mayo, and um, the, the people that I spoke to on the street never even heard of it. They didn't know what it was, and um, it's really not a holiday. It's really not a Mexican holiday. It's a it's a creative holiday. In, uh, in America, I guess, to sell beer. So, um, if you, uh, because it's not really Mexican Independence Day. Mexican Independence Day is September 16th, and that's the real, the real day. So it's, it's really not Cinco de Mayo. So as far as I'm concerned, Cinco de Mayo is a, is a fake holiday. The Las Vegas Philharmonic, having uh, the final finale of the season, uh, of the 20th season uh, here in Las Vegas. If you get it if you're in town, if you live here or you come to town, uh, ch- uh, check out the the finale. <coughs> uh, the um, they're going to feature uh, Beethoven and Mendelssohn, and they're going to do Beethoven's um, Ode to Joy. It's going to be a wonderful, uh, wonderful concert. They do a wonderful job. The um, Las Vegas Philharmonic, the Spotlight series um, uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, was really good. Um, with um, Omar Shelley on viola, Andrew Smith on cello, and Voltaire Bissos on piano, and they did some uh, some Bach, some Schumann, uh, Beethoven, and uh, and Chrysler, and that that's terrific. And uh, the next Spotlight series be opens in um, in November with uh, Rachmaninoff, WC, uh, and Beethoven, Mozart, and Friends. So check out the. Um, the, uh, the Las Vegas Philharmonic, a terrific orchestra, and you get a chance to get to this concert on Saturday, uh, and it should be a good one. The Las Vegas White soccer team, uh, very interesting um, uh, game uh, match on uh, on Saturday night. They played the Sacramento Republic, 
and they were kind of a lackluster-looking uh, team in the first um, half, and um, uh, Sacramento scored one goal in the first half, and uh, um, Vegas came back to score four goals in the second half. They looked, looked spectacular in the second half, and then, then Sacramento scored um, one more goal in extra time in the second half. So it ended up 4-2, to two, but it was, a, it was a fun game, and uh, they, were, they were an interesting team, the uh, Las Vegas Lights. I was in um, in Jerusalem for a couple of weeks, and um, I want to talk about a few things that I that I did. Uh, met people I met, um, uh, a restaurant I reviewed. Um, I just want to mention that the um, one of the best restaurants in Jerusalem, if you're traveling to Jerusalem, is the Olive and Fish. It's a terrific restaurant. I love it. Uh, I, I've been there before, and um, I tried some different things this time. Um, uh, the lentil soup was fabulous. The um, the moussaka, um, eggplant, ground beef, and and uh, and tomato um, uh, sauce really, 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 really good. But the the the, duck, the half duck with with pears and um, apple uh, cider and white wine fabulous. They have a terrific wine list and. Um, they have some really, really, really nice desserts. So um, uh, I check them out. The uh, the um, if you're going to Jerusalem, if you're traveling in that area, uh, check out the um, Olive and Fish. They're a, they're a wonderful, wonderful restaurant, and um, and I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy um, anything you've eaten there if you're going to Jerusalem and if you want to make that trip. It's a wonderful trip. So. Now, while you're there, best way to get around is um, either by bus or by cab. Um, so I want to mention uh, this uh, cab driver, fabulous guy. He's not only a cab driver, he has a jewelry business. He makes jewelry, he sells rare coins, and he's a terrific guy. And I really like the guy. His name is Ched. And um, if you've got a pencil handy, but if you don't, you, you can check it out because the, the show is archived and you can hear it anytime you want after I do the show. But here's the number, his is phone number is 972-523-589-844. And he's a terrific guy, Chet. He's a terrific cab driver, and he has this beautiful jewelry. Um, and I'm sure you'll, if you meet, if you meet Chad, you'll really, really, really like him. Um, I also want to mention a, a shop in the Old City, which is overlooking the, uh, the Western Wall. It's called Gallery 18. Beautiful shop. Beautiful um, uh, artwork. Um, if you're looking for really nice artwork in Jerusalem, check out Gallery 18 in the Old City. Now, AIE Press hasn't published a book for a while now, but because I, I review a lot of their books, and like I said, they like they haven't um, uh, had a book um, in, a, in a long time, so I just want to mentioned that um, they got a new one out called Edgar Casey and Angels and the Angelic Forces by Kevin Tedeschi. And then, who are the guiding angels, archangels, and divine messengers? Even the words can produce comfort, reassurance, and hope, for they adjust the presence of celestial beings who are concerned for our welfare and are somehow involved in our lives and activities here on Earth. Kevin Tedeschi is the executive director and CEO of Education's Association for Research and Enlightenment at Atlantic University and is both a student and teacher of Casey material for 35 years. So check out this book. Uh, you can get it from AIE Press um, or EdgarCasey.org at EdgarCasey.org slash AIE Press or you can call them at 800-333-1499. It's 800-333-1499. 44.99. So uh, you want to check that out? It's a great new book from the Edgar Casey people. They do. They put up some really, 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 really nice books. I was hoping to have um, Jamie Diamond on the show. Jamie Diamond, who has does not have the coyotes to um, to, to talk to me. Jamie Diamond is the CEO of Chase, and I wanted to talk to him about the terrible customer service that that Chase offers and. Um, it's really, the customer service is really awful, really terrible. And I wanted to have uh, 
Jamie Diamond on the show, but I guess he's, um, I guess it doesn't have the Coyotes um, uh, to talk to me. So, Vaughn, did you uh, see the Kentucky Derby? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch it last night. I actually watched uh, Fight Night. We were watching boxing. Oh, okay. Kentucky Derby was. I, I'm really disturbed about the way that ended because. Um, I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. I don't think it was a good situation. I don't think they should have reversed the decision because Maximum Security was a spectacular horse, and um, you know anything that went on, it wasn't the fault of um, the jockey or the horse. It was a fault of that real that track was really, really, really bad, and it was really muddy, really sloppy, and um, I, I don't think, like I said, the it was the fault of the horse or the jockey, and I think um, they should it should have stood the way it was with uh, with maximum security uh, winning that race because maximum security was really a spectacular horse, and um, uh, it looked fantastic. It looked fantastic in in in. in uh, and actually winning that race. Yeah, I agree, too, because, I mean, the past couple of years, you know, the track's been like that, and, I mean, it's just like in, uh, you know, any race or, uh, you know, competition, I mean, you're going to be bumping up against one another. I mean, there's 20 horses on the track. Right. But this was the, this was the worst uh, conditions I've seen at the, at the Derby in a long time. The yeah. track was really, really, really bad. And, um, you know, I'm not really... Uh, I'm a big knowledgeable guy on horse racing, but I like to watch horse racing. It's an exciting sport, and uh, I just think that um, uh, it shouldn't have happened that way. And um, I think uh, maximum security should have um, still been declared uh, the, the winner of that. Yeah, they anyway, cheated him of that just because you know a few uh, uh, losing jockeys complained about it, but. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I think that was a, a big mistake. Anyway, his. Um, oh, before I, I play some music, I want to mention Alex Cora. I am really disturbed with Alex Cora. Now, Alex Cora is, is a terrific manager of the Red Sox, and I really like him as a manager. But I'm really disturbed with his um, not going to the White House um, because of the. The situation from the hurricane in Puerto Rico, which, which is not the proper thing to do. First, he has—he's not respecting the office of the presidency, whether he likes Donald Trump or not. He's not respecting the office of the presidency, and I think um, they're doing the best they can with what what happened in Puerto Rico. You know, uh, let's—you know—look at the, the terrible things that happened to uh, people here in in the U.S. Um, and Katrina, and um, especially in Ward Nine there in in New Orleans. So you know, I, I think that was a that's a not not a good situation. And I think if um, Alex Cora sold it to uh, Puerto Rico, we'll go to Puerto Rico and earn your living and and stop making money in the United States. So that's that's, that's the way I look at it. So anyway, even like I said, he's a good manager, but I'm not happy about um, about the situation. Well, Joy, if you're listening, uh, you know, wherever you are, here's um, Stevie Wonder and Never Dreamed You'd Leave in Summer.
I want to talk about the um, the show they had on TV about a week ago. Was the um, it was the Queen Adam Lambert um, uh, special, which I think they did a really good job with. It was a terrific documentary, and um, I, I think Queen is one of the, the you know even though I'm a jazz guy. I think Queen is one of the was one of the better um, uh, rock and rock groups uh, uh, in, in history, and uh, they they did a really good job and. And um, it's interesting uh, to see what they. I saw uh, I saw them uh, perform here in, in Vegas maybe about eight nine years ago when and uh, and the lead guy was Meatloaf, believe it or not. And uh, but I, I I think I see what's happening here. I think um, uh, Queen is making their um, their final uh, go around at, at, at a tour and. Um, and that also is a showcase for Adam Lambert. So I think they're, they're trying to accomplish two things with, with the special and with what's going on with Queen and being headed by Adam Lambert. So um, if you get a chance to see them, I would I would go see them. Uh, I think Adam Lambert does a great job um, uh, in, in, the, in fronting the band. And uh, it's a terrific band, uh, Queen with Adam Lambert. But I, I really think this is... Uh, Queen's last hurrah uh, concert tour and the showcase for Adam Lambert. So I said my piece, and that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I was in I was in the uh, New England, and I I reviewed some some really really interesting uh, uh, restaurants um, and some uh, some music and um, and a gallery. Uh, so I want to mention them. Um, in, in Saugus, Mass, this little north of Boston, there's the, um, uh, the 110 Grill. The 110 Grill is, um, is a fairly new restaurant in, uh, in, in Saugus, uh, although they have a bunch of them, uh, throughout, uh, Massachusetts and, and, and New Hampshire and even a couple in, in New York, um, uh, northern New York, Albany and Syracuse. And, but I, I, I went to their newest one, which is in Saugus, Madison. It's in the building where the, um, for those of you who know the area, where the Hilltop Steakhouse was. The Hilltop Steakhouse was a, was a landmark restaurant. And every time you'd go by there, you'd see people waiting for hours just in line just to go into the Hilltop. And, uh, the, the Hilltop Steakhouse sign is a landmark and, and they've kept the sign out there. But this um, new uh, this new restaurant in there, the the one ten grill is really in, is really really a, a terrific restaurant. Um, uh, I had some really nice nice food there. What I mentioned what I had was um, uh, the tuna pokey, which is a diced ahi tuna and pineapple tossed with sunflower seeds and a wasabi a sesame chili dressing served over diced avocado and a and a seaweed salad. Really, really nice um, um, appetizer, and the um, uh, the ribeye fabulous, uh, fourteen ounce, twenty one day age, with a balsamic barbecue butter, and um, and it was really true. As a matter of fact, I got to say this: I like my steak blue. A lot of you people don't know what blue is, but some people call it black and blue. Which really known as blue and what it is is it's rarer than rim. It's like um cold in the middle and cooked on the outside. And this was the best cooked ribeye best cooked steak I've ever had. It was cooked so perfectly by by the by the chef at um at the one point grill. So I just wanna say that they did a they did a terrific job and um they get some really wonderful desserts. They get a wonderful wine list, and, it's, and their wine list is not very expensive. It's, it's reasonably priced. Um, their French onion soup, it's a, a, it's a rich beef broth um, onion soup with a hint of brandy and, and fresh herbs finished with croutons and melted Swiss and, and a Parmesan blend. Really, really nice uh, French onion soup. 110 Grill is a, it's, it's terrific. It's a, it's, everything's fresh. And cook to order, and um, from what I understand, um, there's even one of the wines there now too. So um, 
You may want to check out the 110 Grill if you're in the um, in the Sluggest, Massachusetts area on Route 1 north of Boston. Now, in Chelsea, now Chelsea's an interesting city. Chelsea <laughs> is like a it's like a big it's like a big city within itself, and it's um, it's like it's like two square miles. The whole city is like two square miles. It's, <laughs> it's a very strange city, but anyway, it's well known. And um, there's a restaurant there called the New Bridge Cafe. They've been there for I don't know 100 years or whatever, and they've been there a long time. And they're very uh, well known for their um, for their barbecue, shrilling uh, uh, tips, and, and so forth. They, and they um, and they were very busy. But you know, I was really. Really, really, really disappointed in um, in the New Bridge. The, uh, the the meat was uh, was tough. Um, the the pasta side that I had was not only tasteless, uh, but it wasn't cooked properly. It wasn't even authentic, and um, but I had no taste to it at all. I was uh, I had oil, which is garlic and oil, and absolutely no taste to it at all. So. I'm really disappointed in the new Bridge Cafe, and uh, I don't know what's happened to it, but um, it's not. not, um, I mean, the food's good, but, you know, it's disappointing. Let's put it that way. Prince Pizzeria. Uh, Prince Prince Pizzeria has been on Route 1 in the Saugus area for 50 years. Eight years since 1961, and this is a really, really interesting place. It's a pizza, it's a pizza place, but also it serves uh, dinners and, and entrees and uh, appetizers and terrific soups. They get some wonderful soups, and uh, they just got. Uh, some really wonderful things are like the you know, the bill cutlet uh, dish and the, and the pasta is good there and it's cooked al dente and it's um it's really 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 nice to get some really nice dessert and and the service is, is fabulous and they get really nice people working there uh, I want to say hello to Kristen and uh, and the owner Steve and um, the, like I said, the Prince uh, Pizzeria, which is, should be pizzeria and, and restaurant, uh, is one of them. They have, a, they have a comedy club in there um, on Friday and Saturday night. So if, if you're in the Saugus area and you want pizza or just some nice Italian food, you got to go to Prince Pizzeria and, uh, and check them out. I was up in Kittery, Maine, and I, I, I had dinner at the um, at the Weather Vane, and um, Weather Vane's an interesting um, restaurant. They got a few around town, uh, around the New England area, I shouldn't say around town, around New England, and it's a, it's a family restaurant. It's not a really fancy restaurant. It's just a nice restaurant, nice for the families if you, if you got kids or you want to go if you're up in, in Maine, uh, uh, southern Maine, around Kittery, especially if you're going out to the outlets up there. They get a lot of factory outlets in Kittery. Um, it's a tourist area because of, uh, of the outlets, and you, you might want to check them out. Um, uh, the weather vane in Kittery, uh, wonderful, wonderful food. Their, their onion rings, are, they say they're real famous for. It's probably yeah, because they're really, really good. The fish chowder is made with a haddock, which is my favorite. And uh, terrific fish chowder. And then the broiled fish is haddock, the salmon, and scallops, although I don't eat shellfish, but I didn't have the scallops. But I did have the um, the salmon and the um, and the haddock, and it was it was cooked perfectly, uh, the broiled fish. Uh, really nice restaurant. So, if you're up in the uh, Kittery Main area or other places around the world where they have a location, check out the uh, the Weather Vane restaurant. And um, I know Joy is listening because today is my birthday, and I know Joy wherever you are, sweetheart, I love you. Um, and um, this is uh, Johnny Hartman with uh, with John Coltrane and my one and only love. 
I was looking forward to see uh, uh, Maestro do the mill, but um, I didn't get to see it. But it was a wonderful concert. Um, there was um, they, they they did the Roman Carnival Overture Opus Nine by Brilios, uh conducted by uh, Ken David Masur, and uh, and then Ravel's uh, Piano Concerto uh, and and G by an incredibly wonderful. Um, uh, piano player Sergio Tiempo. He was absolutely, absolutely marvelous um, uh, playing uh, Ravel's piano concerto. Um, and then after intermission, um, James Burton took over um, the um, the baton and they did Entitled for uh, Criola um, by um, Estevez uh, that featured uh, not only the the symphony orchestra, but the Tanglewood Festival Chorus with, with over 100 voices. Um, also, um, uh, Aquiles Machado, the tenor, and Gustavo Castillo, uh, who's the baritone, and um, wonderful, wonderful uh, presentation. Uh, the, the, the Boston Symphony, symphony Hall was in Boston is spectacular anyway. The sound, the acoustics are, are incredible, and... Um, and uh, hear the Boston Symphony there, it's just absolutely, absolutely amazing uh, uh, orchestra. So um, um, I think the season is over now, but um, if you're in the Boston area or if you're visiting the Boston area when the season opens, you got to check out the uh, Boston Symphony. They do uh, such a wonderful job. It's a great, great, great orchestra, Boston Symphony. While I was in the Wingham, I took a, took a trip down to... To Providence and um, uh, to visit some, with some family and Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, I was a little disappointed. Um, I was disappointed because I went to Federal Hill, and Federal Hill, for those of you who know Providence, um, is a wonderful was a wonderful place with all Italian restaurants, really, really terrific, a great ambiance um, of Italian restaurants and and bakeries and groceries, and it's not like that anymore. There's, I mean, there's still some terrific Italian restaurants, but a lot of the really great ones are gone, and um, I don't know why the great ones are gone, but um, a couple of my favorites are, are gone, and the it's, it's too bad, and it's, um, they have like a, like, um, like a, a vape uh, room that's going to open uh, in one of the restaurants uh, for smoking, and there's, um, and there's a couple of hookah restaurants, and um, and there's uh, a Chinese restaurants, and it's it, it's lost the ambiance of um, of Federal Hill. Not that I have any, because I love Chinese food, you know, and I, and I love uh, hookah type restaurants that serve um, Middle Eastern food too, but you know, Federal Hill had that special ambiance, and uh, I'm really, um, I'm really disappointed in uh, in the way Federal Hill has become. It's it's just too bad. But while I was there, I was in um, I checked out this gallery called uh, Gallery Z, and uh, it's a really interesting gallery um, on Atwell's Avenue, Federal Hill. It's it's owned by a, a gentleman named um, Burj Arazobian. It's an, uh, an Armenian gallery, uh, art gallery, and it's a wonderful gallery. They get some really nice items in there. Some, uh, I guess they do some, they do some music there. Um, they do some music in there, and they have theme parties, receptions, and so forth. So um, check out. Um, if you're in the Providence, Rhode Island area and near Federal Hill, check out the um, Gallery Z and say what a bridge and tell them I sent you by. Um, well, all my reviews are done. I, I, I reviewed everything on my, on my trip. Um, I'm going to, um, to the beach in Southern California in a couple of weeks, so I'll have some things to talk about there. And um, um, it, my Celtics lose. 
one. Yep, that's uh, yeah. The final I think was one thirteen to like one o two. I think yeah, the Bucks won. So I something's right of it, now, right? Actually, I think it's uh three to one. I think I think Bucks are up three to one. Oh, it's three to one. Okay, so they're not out of the year, right? Yep, they get. Uh, I mean, if they win all of them, they're good. One thirteen to one hundred one. Yeah, so like one one thirteen to one hundred two or something like that. But they they had them by at least ten for, uh, you know, a long time. Yeah. So now the Celtics have to win three to to go on. Yep, yep. They gotta close this out and win every game. I like to see guys get injured. Um, and um, I just like to see Kyrie Irving. He just got a sprained ankle. No, not really hurt because I don't want to see guys get injured. But a sprained ankle just to take him out of the series because I think Kyrie Irving is is a problem the Celtics have had this season. And um, you know, I think Kyrie uh, thinks he's uh, the greatest player in the history of basketball and. And uh, I think he looks down on the other players, and I I don't think I don't think uh, the rest of the team is happy uh, playing along with Kyrie because the Celtics have some great young players there, and um, and I think Kyrie is um, has ruined the team. So uh, I think they they, uh, make... they do have a lot of young talent. Um, I mean, he's got some years under his belt, so he's he's definitely got a lot of confidence in his abilities. Um, but he hasn't taken the best route of leadership or maybe, you know, something they wanted to get out of uh, Kyrie from that point guard standpoint. But um, I don't know. I don't know really what it is with, with them. Right. They got a couple of seasoned veterans that are really playing well, like Al Horford and, um, and, um, and Marcus. Um, oh, my goodness. I think, think it was oh yeah, Marcus Smart. He just came back Marcus this game. Smart. Not Marcus Smart. He's been um, out for a month. Uh, not Marcus Smart. Uh, Mark. Uh, one of the twins, Marcus. I'm having a senior moment here. You know. Anyway, uh, and Marcus, who played at Kansas along with his brother, and um, I think he he was a really really. Um, Really uh, good, uh, good for the team, and uh, and hopefully Marcus Smart will be back. Maybe he'll be back for the next three games, so maybe the Celtics can do a little better. But um, and the the Bruins are ahead three to nothing, right? Then this is this would be their their, their winning uh, game, right? Yes, sir. I believe so. Yeah, they've definitely been up. They're up three to one, right? Believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I can check. Yeah, they were they were three to one, and actually they're up three to three to nothing right now, and uh, they're they're up um, they're up three to three to two, and if they win this, they'll they'll, they'll win the. The Bronze are looking good, but here's my situation too. Now I, I shouldn't say this because uh, I want the Bronze to win the Stanley Cup, but I don't believe. The Bruins will ever win the Stanley Cup as long as Tuka Rask is their goalie. Really? I've been saying that for years now. He's he's having a terrific postseason, a really, really terrific postseason. But something, when it comes to the end, it comes to the finals, he chokes. He, does, he, he doesn't, he goes off and he's just not the, um, he's just not the same goalie he was. Uh, most of the seasons, so I, I just you know I just got that feeling that that that, that Tuka Rask um, uh, cannot Bruins cannot win a Stanley Cup with Tuka Rask as their goalie. I yeah, well, the, every time the Lightning uh, Tampa gets close, uh, they uh, they choke just as much. I mean, it's been past past three three years, some so close, but you know so far. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting what happens in in the, in the Stanley Cup. Um, uh, but right now, I want to hand some blue skies for Willie Nelson. What was that? Blue skies for Willie Nelson. 
Gotcha. I think I gave you that one. Skies smiling at me, nothing but blue skies do I see. Blue birds singing a song, nothing but blue skies from now on. I never saw the sun shining so bright, never saw things going so right. Noticing the days hurrying by When you're in love, mind how they fly by Blue days, all of them gone Nothing but blue skies from now on Gotcha. Yeah, the uh, the big man. Yeah, Marcus is, um, you know, he's he's really been a he's he's playing better than I think he's ever played since he's been in the uh, in the NBA uh, since he's been with the Celtics. Yeah, but Al Horford, you know, he's another really uh, underrated guy that can shoot the three ball, and obviously he does a lot of paint work for the Celtics too, and he's been around for a while. But I, I was I was upset with uh, with Horford the, his first season with the Celtics. He played. He really played. Um, he really played badly with, with the Celtics this first season, but since that first season was over, he's been playing really, really, really super with the Celtics. So I, he's a he's a he's a great addition to the Celtics, and um, and, and Gordon is. Um, I think Gordon will be, uh, be back to his normal self uh, next season. Um, but I think the Celtics. I think the team to watch. The NBA this year, even though I hate to say it, is the 76ers. I agree, yeah. You know, they got, um, they got a really, they got some really good, good players in that team, and, um, and they're a scary team. And I think, I think they're the team to watch. They, you know, they could, they could, they could win the, uh, the East. 
Yep. Yeah, they definitely could. I mean, uh, you know, no one thought uh, Milwaukee would, you know, see the light of day versus, uh, you know, Boston coming out of this series. But, you know, really, 76ers haven't even worried about the chemistry or anything outside, really. Um, you know, they're just doing their jobs. And, you know, Joel, Joel Embiid, he's, I mean, he's arguably the best center, if not the best, you know, in the game right now. Yeah, he's he's, he's something else, yeah. So, I uh, like I say, I hate to say it, they're not one of my favorite teams, but <laughs> but they are looking good, so I don't know. Uh, anyway, but, you know, I still prone for the Celtics to win the, uh, three in a row. <laughs> yeah, you hope. <laughs> I just I just want to see Kyrie go to another team. I want to see. You know, I, like, it's like the same goes to the Knicks and we can get rid of them, you know? Uh, I, you know, I think the Knicks want him and I think he'd like to play for the Knicks because in New York he'd be a big star and, uh, you know, and, and I'd like to see him go to the Knicks and just go away from the Celtics. That's what I think. Yeah, what do you think, uh, Katie? What do you think Kevin Durant's going to go? Is he going to follow him to New York? Well, that would be interesting. That would that that, that would be interesting. Uh, Kevin and uh, and Kyrie in uh, in New York, and um, and they draft Zion uh, Williamson. Yeah, it's certainly oh Zion. Wow. <laughs> well, if they get Zion, then they get Kyrie. Even though I don't think Kyrie is a is, is a is a good role model, with Kyrie and Kevin and uh, and uh, and Zion, wow, then this would be a Super team, wouldn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, they'd be uh, playoff contenders to say the least. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know what was really amazing. Another another team in Pontiac, another team I just like, uh, and you, and you can understand the reason why is is that team from the uh, from the Bronx. And um, what's what's amazing to me is. They've had 11 of their top players put on injured reserve, and they're still winning. I mean, I don't understand how, how they're getting away with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't even know what they're up to even right now. Yeah, you know, I think they were winning today the last I heard. Um, but um, the Red Sox are coming. Uh, the Red Sox have, have been awful this uh, first, um, first part of the season. I don't know what's going to happen with them. But um, uh, what I didn't expect was the uh, the Rays to start off with a better record than the Yankees or you know anyone with that AL East. That was surprising. Right, right. but the the Red Sox are starting. The pitching is starting to come along now. It's better because their pitching was awful at the, at the beginning of the season, and um, and nobody was hitting. But uh, although I guess nobody hit really today either, but. Uh, they got beat. Uh, they get. Uh, they got beat, or they getting beat four to four to one by 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 a, a nothing team, Baltimore. So I don't know, but um, uh, it's going to be an interesting. Um, it's going to be a very interesting uh, uh, season after the All Star break. That's that's when it's really going to it's really going to happen. So. Yeah, you got to pick up the pace uh, at that point because uh, they're uh, they're reigning champions. So, yeah, I think the the Minnesota Twins is a team to watch out for. Yeah, I watched actually a game. They were they actually just killed the Yankees. Um, no. So they yeah they've been a little hot team recently. Yeah, I think that's, they're a team to watch out for. So um, it's going to be a very interesting uh, after the All Star break, but. Um, um, so my predictions are, um, uh, the Yankees will go to the World Series. I hate to say that, but the Yankees well, will go to the World Series. Well, I love to agree with that. Because, uh, once they get really healthy, if they're winning unhealthy, what are they going to do when they're healthy, you know? And, um, and, and, and like I said, the Bruins, um, uh, as good as they look, and they're the top team right now, supposedly in the NHL. I don't think they can win it with two Kovalevsky goals. So, but anyway, those are my opinions, and that's me. And that's uh, I have some 
something in the background there that's uh, coming up so I can I can ride out of here. And um, you know what that theme song is, right, Vaughn? Uh, until next time, Marv Cutler here. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week, and ciao. Happy birthday, Marv. Thank you.